0: Hello everyone and welcome to the brand new TV.MX. It is the brand new home of TV Aguirre, TV Aguirre, which used to be housed within TVAguirre.com just a few days ago. I decided to move it all to just TV.MX and this is where moving forward everything will be all my content, my personal brand, all my old blog posts which is crazy but I've been blogging off and on since 2008 or 9 I believe. Um some of those posts are still live. I had to go back through and edit them to make sure that they're legible and not didn't get lost in the process. But I have been doing this in some capacity since <laughs> so 2009 which is kind of crazy. But um So we're now at tv.mx, and I have also just today figured out what my direction will be in terms of producing content, sharing with the world, what I will be doing, Um, and that is just creating these audio podcasts on a regular basis. My goal would be at least two to three times a week, on a good week maybe weekly, maybe daily, I mean, Um, And what I will be sharing will be specific things I'm working on at that given point in time, things I learned, uh, things I'm learning, working on. Um, For example, today, one of the big things I did today um, is that I went all in in terms of just spending time to learn something that has been bugging the hell out of me and I wanted to learn. And that was... uh, Uh, what is it, Bits, Coin, and Cryptocurrency. It's been bugging me, I want to learn about it. I've been watching the show Billions and the whole stock market, uh, banking, all that economy got me thinking and I've been thinking about it. I've looked into it a bit and today, this morning, I just, the hell with it, I just started, as soon as I woke up early, watched a video that started to introduce the ideas and the concepts so I can figure out what the hell it's all about because frankly it's a little bit confusing um, and that uh, that I, sh- I share that to tell you that moving forward that's kind of what I'll be sharing what I'm working on what I'm sharing what I mean what I'm studying why I'm studying it what I'm learning um, and also with regards to parenting in my daughters um, what I'm doing with them Um, conversations I'm having, things I'm teaching them, trying to deliberately uh, program them uh, with clear intention, not just like happenstance, pre-program, I'm programming them with my own programs, my own beliefs of crap that I was fed and that no longer apply or no longer true. I'm actually deliberately teaching them things that I feel will service them for the rest of their lives. So that's that that's the introduction for today's blog post i just want, uh podcast blog post to just share that entire idea uh where i'm at where i've been um welcoming you to tv.mx and where i'm going moving forward in terms of creating content there'll be more videos i actually have a video set up uh, camera and everything now lighting is pretty good um so that shouldn't be an excuse but the very least uh, recording these audio broadcasts, audio podcast Um, via my my phone, if nothing else, just to share what I've done that given day. My goal will be to try to keep it under 10 to 20 minutes unless, and this is another idea I have, so stay tuned, and that is to actually bring on guests, people that I meet as I live my life that are doing some cool things that I respect. Or maybe people that um, I respect but don't necessarily agree with, I'll bring them on to share, uh, to debate. Uh, on ideas, um, on thoughts, on beliefs that, um, and, and just go from there and see what happens. Maybe, you know, they persuade me to believe in something else because I believe, I, I try to have a very open mindset in terms of uh, beliefs um, other than maybe don't kill someone. There's very few people that will tell me they can convince me not to kill someone unless, of course, they're about to kill my daughters. You know, then there's those exceptions, right? Um, but aside from that, thank you for tuning in, uh, listening. I understand you're a busy person and you're here. So on to today's podcast and uh, just the, the general idea that I wanted to share is the idea um, of the, uh, what did I say I was studying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrency. So um, I woke up this morning and i for some reason, just I guess because I finally tipped in terms of my mind and I've been thinking about it so much, I finally decided to just dive into figuring out what it is. And from the very moment I woke up and I was able to gain consciousness and scratch the, get the, the junk out of my eyes and gain some type of consciousness, I Googled um, Bit, uh, Bitcoin. Um, and then pretty much for the rest of the day, that's all I did. I did squeeze some work in i did close a new client which is kind of crazy that that worked out um which was an old client that came back to me and i closed them on a new deal and we should be moving forward i'm just waiting on payment but that's neither here nor there um so cryptocurrency bit bitcoin what is it um basically it is the equivalent of um Just uh, digital currency. It's to me, I I see it a a, a lot like gold, like digital gold, um, because it also fluctuates in value depending on what's going on in the market. Um, And very much like we do today, crypto, digital currency, basically is what's already we're already doing right now. Um, But in the perfect scenario, there is no government involved, there is no bank involved, and in fact there is no centralization there's no big entity involved in it um i can obviously i would have to put money into an account what they call a wallet um a bitcoin wallet or a digital currency wallet so i i today i i put in 3000 dollars um and i bought uh, not maybe half of a bitcoin because right now the bitcoin is valued at just right under six thousand dollars. One bitcoin is worth six thousand dollars. So to get that entire bitcoin, it had to be six thousand um, dollars. And the interesting thing in all everything that I was watching is that that bitcoin can is divisible. It is transportable. It's portable, which is what makes it a, a viable currency that you can actually use from day to day and is being adopted by more and more people apparently there's a handful of nations that are do acknowledge it as a currency so you will be able to send money send this digital currency from one person to another from one entity to another uh, across international lines without or with minimal uh, administrative costs because the banks are removed all the middlemen are removed but there is some processing in place and it's done by, de- um, well, I think they call it Bitcoin miners. There's individuals, there's companies, there's institutions that are in the middle that, tri- that will confirm the transaction on the blockchain. The blockchain is basically the, is the middleman in a sense, but it's, it's an algorithm, it's a program, it's computers that are running, um, and that computer, or multiple computers, that try to verify that transaction, to confirm that it actually happened. Those individuals get paid a an, a certain amount in bitcoins for verifying that information, and then once it's verified, it gets put onto this public ledger um, for the whole world to see. There is a limited amount of them. There can't basically can't overprint them. You can't make more than a certain amount um, because of the the algorithm. There's a very limited amount, so you can't print more money than there is gold, for example, like many of the governments do now, which then causes the inflation in the world. So there's a limited amount, which is also part of the volatility and the actual money involved in the actual value of it. Um, But it is private in the sense that no one knows who made a sale and who bought something, who transacted with it, who made that transaction. If I buy a pizza, that transaction itself is public but everything is anonymous in that we don't know what the transaction was who specifically it was and who specifically fulfilled on that service Um, but then fraud is minimized and there's a lot of benefits to it basically Um, you put money into it you put currency into it and then you can spend it at places or transfer it in and you, in basically the same way as you would uh, regular money, regular dollars, uh, regular currency, and then it's a uh, it's a transaction. But once it's done, it's done. You could not you can't take it back. Um, and I find that incredibly powerful. I feel that because of that. I, like I, I literally threw a bunch of money into it. I am at a point in my life where I have a little money. I'm not pretending to have a lot of money. Don't get it the wrong way because I don't. But I have. Some money that I'm able to put into it, and um, the investment in itself is, if you buy a bit a Bitcoin, it's it can turn a profit, and then you sell the Bitcoin. For example, hell, if you invested just this at the beginning of the year, you're if you invested you bought a thousand, you'd probably be sitting on at least five thousand. I believe it's like gone up so much in value. And if you invested a month ago, it's gone up a a full hundred percent. If you had 500 in um bitcoin you'd have a thousand it's like skyrocketing right now but i also feel because of that it's probably about to burst and it's going to drop in value and that's fine that's that's i get that it's it's if you're looking at to gain gain money and this is going to be highly volatile to me it's about the transactions and then ultimately i would like to use this and move moving forward have a, a good portion of my my money in it because it's out there it's inaccessible, it can't be frozen by government, it can't be accessed by individuals, the government specifically, and frozen and, and uh, seized, basically. Um, and as more and more uh, institutions start to use it uh, for processing, for uh, payment, then it becomes even more powerful. There's already a handful of big companies that, you, that are doing it, including Expedia, to book your stuff. So you can pay with that, and the benefit to the vendor, to the individual companies taking payment is that their fees to actually process are like so so low it it's incredibly beneficial as opposed to that average of maybe three or four percent depending on the credit card that's being used to process that transaction. Excuse me. Um anyway, so I'm in. I'm all in on it. Um, I'm using it as one of my investment vehicles to actually move forward. And when, actually, I'll, I'll say as an aside, by sharing this within this podcast moving forward, and anything I'm working on, it'll help me cement whatever I just learned that day, whatever I'm working in that point in time. It's because I have to verbalize this, right? Um, one of the cool things I believe in is this old quote, and I don't even forget who says it. When one teaches to learn, and this, <laughs> at this point, hopefully, you know, somebody listens to this and they're like, in, in verbalizing it and trying to teach another individual, even if it's just one of you out there, hello, can you hear me? Um, I learned by doing so. Uh, and I literally spent, I've watched two documentaries, I've read a bunch of blog posts, I met with someone online who pitched me on a product, which I'm going to get into, because the secondary, one other way to actually earn money in this entire uh, um, economy, the Bitcoin economy, the, the this... Uh, place is by mining the the individuals that mine it co- apparently it's, it takes a ton of processing power and thus computers hardware energy power electricity to actually process these transactions and confirm them because they have to be confirmed and once it's confirmed it goes into this enti- this ledger that then gets spread out across all the entire network so it resides there as proof that this transaction happened and that's incredibly powerful. But anyways, it takes a ton of processing power. So basically what I'm buying into, if I, which I will jump into uh, even if it's a, for a, sh- a small amount of $1,000, I will be able to buy a portion of these mining contracts um, that are out there trying to verify these transactions. Because those individual miners, which I find to be crazy the entire term, but it's cool, Bitcoin, gold, mining, right? Um, you see the thing? <laughs> um, the miners get paid a, a percentage; they they do make a cut. That there is a fee for the processing, but it's it's much more it's much less than it is for credit card companies and banks and whatnot. But and then I get a kickback um, by being a part of it. And they say it's an average of one percent um, every. Every day of transactions to get processed, which it, and on top of that is compound, compounding interest. <clears throat> so, I'm um, gonna test it out and see what it does. Um, like I said, I'm at a point in time where I have some money to play with, and if I lose it, I lose it. If I don't, then it grows, and I learn, and I figure out these strategies and ways to to grow my money. Because at this point in time in my life, uh, whatever money I do accumulate, I want to make sure that it starts working for me. Um, I've worked long and hard in my life and I want my money to work for me much like the rich do. I want to become rich in that sense that my money is working for me and I'm not always working and hustling and busting my ass to get the money. Um, Anyways, what else? I guess that's it for now just uh, as as a side story to that I shared this with my girlfriend and and she thought it was funny because she knows that once I, I grab on to something, a new idea, a new, uh, a new hobby or something, I'm all in, and I am, and I'm, I'm bad about that, but I guess that that's, that's good and bad. I prefer to look at the good, and the good is that um, I learn as much as I can, and I go hard for a long time, for a period of time, and I go away, and then I come back, and I go away. But right now, I just wanted to understand it. And anyways, so I told her, and then she called me late tonight, and she, she asked what I was doing, and I told her that I was watching another documentary and she laughed because I'm sure she's tickled by it because she knows that that's the way I am. And it is. The Lesson there is when you try to figure something out out, sometimes it's just just devote some time to it. Um, It's part of my nature is what I've done since I was a kid and it's no different with this. And now I feel a little educated and uh, I take action. So I threw money at it. I put money into it, and um, I'm waiting for confirmation, so I can start investing it or putting into other uh, assets, other uh, vehicles, to grow it and to see what happens from there. Um, they, and the, one of the documentaries, one of the cool things that was said that I do I do acknowledge and I appreciate is that every every big invention was invented and created by people outside of that. Niche, uh, that, um, that niche in that area. For example, uh, the, the car was invented by people outside of the transportation industry at the time, which was like horse and carriage and that kind of thing. Um, the telephone wasn't something that people wanted to have. Uh, the cars, the um, what else am I thinking of? Uh, televisions, um, radio. When they were first initially introduced and started to really grow in pop- popularity, the people that were established usually tried to keep them out of the regulation um, and lobbying. They tried to make sure that they didn't make it to market because they didn't want to lose their money. When uh, the documentaries actually explained how, supposedly, during, when, uh, when the car was invented and started gaining popularity, um, the courage and whoever a lobby and, and trains um, insisted and in, uh, pushed for laws. For our own safety, that um, the car should not travel above four miles an hour, and every car had to be driven by a driver plus an assistant plus a flag waiver to kind of um, share with the people ahead that there's a car coming. So there's three individuals that had to be hired for that car to even be used. Where, and, and the claim was that it was being done for the safety of people. And I get it. Perhaps back then, obviously, cars were probably really difficult to manage and whatnot. But do you really believe that it's for the safety? You hear that fucking argument every goddamn time. Any new invention comes around is that it's for the safety? Is for the safety? And you hear that argument now. Even for for solar, um, for um, electric cars, um, the established players try to do everything they can in their power and pay off lobby, pay off lobbyists, and pay off Congress to make laws to supposedly. Uh, make it safer for people, and keep basically the status quo because, of course, they don't want to lose their market share. Um, So with regards to this, with regards to the banking stuff, with regards to um, Bitcoin and banking, the big banks, big companies, even government, don't necessarily want it to expand and grow and gain in popularity and be used as another form of payment. I'm all for it, Um, although I think it's it's being... There's regulation and whatnot, and that's kind of sad because of limiting growth, but at the same time, maybe it, it pushes creativity and making sure that there is safes against people getting ripped off because it's happening. People are doing, creating scams, and like there will be in any industry, which is crazy. Oh, real quick, before we sign off, there's an uh, argument that's made is that because crypto, um, Bitcoin, crypto cryptocurrency, uh, one of the big benefits is, is anonymity. Um, and drug dealers are using it, and uh, the Taliban, and who knows, terrorism, used to finance terrorism. So the argument is that it's bad for the world because of its anonymity, because we don't know what's, who's doing what. Um, and it could, it could be used for terrorism. You know, one of the arguments, when several people actually said, it's like, you know what the biggest benefactor, um, the biggest uh, currency used to actually... Um, of um, these terrorist uh, acts it's the U.S. dollar so it's not the, the, the actual um, currency it's the individuals that are hell-bent on making sure that they cause hell and damage to and, and death to people and chaos um, it's going to happen because the individuals want it to happen regardless of the medium it's just the same thing in every fucking thing else um so obviously, the individuals trying to really push for hardcore uh, regulation know this, but they have to feed the world, feed the feed the people, and, and tell them that we're doing this for your own protection, for your own good. And many enough people believe it that you know we're it's going to push everything. It's going to keep it from being adopted as quickly as it probably could and should. Um, but anyways, I'm in. That's what I'm working on. Thank you for listening. If you're listening to this. Um, have a great day and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow the next. Bye-bye.